Good morning, everybody. This is Ehud, son of Dennis. It's a religion. We exist to promote the idea of faith and how faith makes a difference in the world. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as the one true Savior, the one true King, and all else that is a religion, um, especially things like evolution, which is a religion. It's not scientific. It's not science. It's not uh, done by scientists. It's done by people who want to thwart the will of God, to thwart uh, things that are true to try and create some mechanism by which they can justify uh, very many different things that are anti-God and leave it straight from the pit of hell. But we're coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic, not the democracy for which it stands, two nations under God, quite divided, completely divided, with liberty and justice for some. And that is the new American motto. Um, because we are not united. We are not uh, one nation anymore. We were at one time, and uh, they tried to split apart at one point, and Lincoln got them back together. President Lincoln. God rest his soul. And uh, it's been a, uh, a struggle ever since. There's, there's never been a moment in this country where we weren't divided. So the idea of wanting to be united is great. Um, reminds me of the place I work. There's a, a, an office on one side of a state and an office on another side of a state. And the office on one side of the state likes to drive everything because they do the most business. But yet uh, the other side of the state is a different area, different market and uh, it's really kind of a struggle working up through that other side. And so, uh, you know, because things, we see things a little bit different. Anyway, um, <clears throat> let's take a look at this today because uh, I'm going to do a combination of things from uh, getting this. I got something from my wife this morning that it really plays right into uh what I wanted to get into today from Psalm 12 in the Bible. If you haven't heard of the Bible, it's a big book that has a lot in it. And it's, uh, some people call it God's love letter to us. Some people call it our instruction manual for life. Um, instructions before leaving earth, something like that. Um, and to me, it's it's our guidebook. It's, uh, you know, you were created with a purpose in mind. You were created, not randomly chanced into existence. Uh, God put the mechanisms, mechanisms in place for you to be here. And, uh, you know, when you look at the miracle of how a human being comes to be, tell me that was random chance. I, you know, it, the theory of evolution is so baseless, so fruitless, so worthless. Um, the fact that supposedly smart people put faith and trust in it is beyond me because they want to look at exceptions and not the rule of things and, uh, and try and justify this totally heinous theory that is totally worthless, totally baseless, um, totally without merit in any way, shape, or form um, on society. So anyway, 
Psalm 12 goes like this. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor, with flattering lips, with a double heart do they speak. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaks proud things. Who have said with our tongue, we will prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? Ring a bell, people. For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy. Now will I arise, says the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that puffs at him. The words of the Lord are pure words, a silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. You shall keep them, O Lord. You shall preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. And that's the verse my wife said to me. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. And you see that in our country. The political class, the elite class today, um, who basically wants you to sit down and shut up and do what we tell you uh, for their benefit, not for ours. And that's the thing you got to keep coming back to. They're going to try and sell everybody on the fact they're they're just, oh, we're just here to help you. We're here to make things better. And you look at the policies that this administration in our country at the federal level are putting in place versus the policies that the previous administration put in place, and it's night and day. You know, no matter what you thought of Trump personally, his policies worked. And they were better for this country. Now, the people that are in charge now want us to be part of this global community. They want to choke us, the American economy. And everything that Biden does is designed to do that, um, including the vaccine mandates, I believe. There's no reason for a vaccine mandate at this point. There's no, and it's not a vaccine, it's a shot. Stop calling it a vaccine. That That's one of the first things that really got to me. But again, when you look at wicked walk on every side and the vilest men are exalted, it shouldn't be a surprise. And um, if you look at what I sent back to my wife this morning was from for, or from John chapter 16. Um, in the very first verse of that, uh, there's really two sides of this. And it's funny, it was in the first verse and the last verse. Um, Hang on a minute. I'm sorry. I was in the wrong chapter. But the first verse says this. These things have I spoken unto you that all of you should not be offended. Now, when you look up the word offended there, it could be one of, one of a couple things, I think. To be offended, as in our current definition, to not take offense, to not um, be offended at things that happen because um, we have trust in God. We have trust in a king. So he will take care of it in due time. Um, and it also could mean to be tripped up. So don't be tripped up by these false things that are going on. Don't let it get to you. Um, things are going to work out in the end. So, uh, but the last verse of John 16, verse 30, let's see here, 33, it is. These things I have spoken unto you that in me all of you might have peace. Hmm. And in the world, all of you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And so when you put faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done, you can have peace. You don't need to take offense at all these things. You know, the world wants us to be offended, I think, in a lot of ways. Because when you're offended, you do things that you wouldn't normally do. And uh, we need to be trusting in God. We need to um, recognize that Godless people are behind a lot of this. Godless people who want, uh, for whatever reason, the love of money, for the love of power, the love of influence, um, 
the desire to be accepted amongst the elite or those who would want to control us and rule over us. Um, and so it's, it shouldn't be a surprise because, you know, folks that do not put their trust, their true trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ are not going to understand these things. You know, but Christ has overcome the world. The things that he's given us in his word. He says, these things I have spoken unto you. In both of those verses. These things I have spoken to you so that you should not take offense. These things I have spoken unto you that in me all of you might have peace. So have peace today. Those of you who listen to this podcast and know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior uh, should never be offended. So... Now, is that going to be the case every day? Probably not, because I still get offended at things that I shouldn't. And this is a great reminder to me that I need to stop when I'm, I'm getting offended and go, you know what, Lord, thank you. Thank you that, that I have you, that I don't need to worry about this stuff, that I should do what I can to influence others toward you, toward the right way to think about things. Um, in this regard, but it's going to be up to them. You know, that's that's the difference, I think, between uh, the godless people that are trying to run our society at this point and uh, the people who trust in Christ, and that there's a choice in the matter for those that trust in Christ. And the other side, there is no choice. You either think like us or you're kicked out. You are um, made to be um, an anathema, right? And so, you know, there's certain things in the church that even Christians, we can get to a point with people that we should be like that with others. That, hey, you're in an athlete, you shouldn't be part of our church. But that takes a fair amount. You know, if somebody comes seeking forgiveness, we're supposed to forgive them, which we're, as Christians, we're not very good at. Um, especially for folks that are leaders and fall and do something stupid. Um, you know, we're, we're very easy to throw the rocks. Uh, and we all do stupid stuff sometimes. Anyway, um, be encouraged. Have peace. You're going to have tribulation in the world. Accept that. But be of good cheer. Jesus has overcome the world. What a beautiful thing that is. I mean, that's it's just it's a fact. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Did not leave anything to chance. He said, I have overcome the world. Period. Exclamation point. Done deal. So, here's a couple other examples uh, of news from um, different things that, that are very interesting. For those of you who haven't been paying attention, this is in the Midwest. And uh, shows the contrast of the godless folks who want to destroy our society when there was a um, so supposed protest in... Uh, Wisconsin back last summer and uh, folks were tearing down things, burning things, tearing apart the city. And there was a young man that came up from Illinois that just happened to know how to use a gun and had an AR-15 that he was, uh, I believe, there to protect somebody's business. And, and then something happened. And anyway, he wound up shooting three people, two of which died. And now he's on trial. They're trying to make an example of him. And so they already had a witness go on the stand yesterday and say, no, you know what? I pointed a gun at him before he shot me. So let's see. Would that be self-defense? Probably. And then here I see a, a thing. Key Rittenhouse witness claims he was asked to change his statement by the prosecution. And 
Remember my wife's statement about evil men rising up and they're going to be everywhere. And we see this all over the place. The truth is not something sought out because people aren't concerned with what God thinks in the world. They're concerned with what they want. And there's a narrative out there that guns are evil, that people who like guns are evil, that we should get rid of all the guns. And when that occurs, the only people who are going to have guns are the criminals. And some of those criminals are going to be in the government that rule over you. And because we're seeing plenty of them at work right now. But, uh, you, you know, I mean, that's, it's amazing to me that, um, there are so, there's so much that people are getting away with. The FBI um, raiding the home of a, a journalist the other day because they didn't like something about what, what they were doing or the way in which they did something. So the Justice Department can, can use the power of the FBI to go after people. I mean, that's the same thing that's going on with a lot of these January 6 folks that simply went to protest and got caught up in a moment um, where... A lot of them didn't destroy anything, didn't hurt anything, walked through the Capitol building as part of this whole thing. And some of them, I think, weren't even invited in by the local authorities. You know, I, when I watched some of those videos and watched the cops just kind of walking around, yeah, they're here. Now, you see that scene where that gal got shot, and that was horrific. They shouldn't have been doing that. People shouldn't have been breaking stuff. And... You know, we're not for that. The folks that are part of the America First movement aren't for that. So that's why I, I do believe there were some agitators in there. There were people that were bad, um, that helped foster some of this stuff and try and promote it, try to get people to, to do bad things because then the elites could change the narrative. And that's what it's all about nowadays. It's not what's true. It's not what's right. It's not what's good. It's about what you can get people to believe. And so when you see this, story in uh, the Daily Caller, I believe it is. Um, key Rittenhouse witness claims he was asked to change a statement by the prosecution. It should not be a surprise because the narrative is guns evil, Rittenhouse evil, need to prosecute him and make an example of him, period. And so when uh, um, the prosecution is busted in that capacity, it, it shouldn't be a surprise, really. So let's go on to another story. Biden Marxist nominee says fossil fuel industry needs to go bankrupt. And there's another play um, that is going to kill the economy. And Rush Limbaugh was really good at that. He's like, oil is gold. I mean, it's, it's what we have to use to power our economy. And when you blatantly go after that and try and take it away because you think something's going on in the climate that, that we have affected, when... You know, climatologists can't tell you what the weather's going to be like a week from now, let alone uh, 10 years from now or 100 years from now. It's a joke. It's a big money grab, and it's a big way to create fear in people to be able to get you to do things that they want you to do. And in this case, it's to have supposedly clean energy. But we're going to have all these electric cars driving around 10 years from now. Who's going to power them all? Where's that power come from? It's not going to come from wind, people. And, you know, solar is making a bigger dent because, you you know, you can get some solar panels and run your uh, electric on your house. We're actually looking at that ourselves. And that's a good thing. If it's economically feasible, which it, it is, seemingly. Um, but uh, but just to, to sit here and say that you need to, to make um, fossil fuel companies go bankrupt, it, that is hilarious. Just stop already. Um, 
And see, that's the type of thing I could easily take offense at, and I shouldn't, because these people are gonna do what they do. I, I would be willing to bet, um, if I was a betting man, that this gal who's a Marxist nominee, because in order to be a Marxist, you can't believe in God. That's one of the first uh, credos um, of the Marxist faith, because Marxism is a religion. You know, it's it's a way to view life. And, um, you know, that's another thing that, that I don't think people realize so much that um, a lot of these isms um, and the idea of evolution itself is a religion. It's, a, it's, you know, anything that creates the paradigm in which you view the world, that you view life, um, is religious in nature because it takes faith. You know, there is no proof for evolution, none. You know, the whole idea of transitionary fossils has never been found. The only thing they have to hang their hat on is dating techniques, which use a lot of assumptions. Um, when you find uh, a piece of X in the uh, ground, you have no idea how much carbon it started with or how much argon or how much whatever else they want to try and use for dating. Um, you know, you can't go back 10 billion years, you can't go back 100 years because you, you would, weren't born yet and look at what happened. If it wasn't written down, there's nothing you can do. You can speculate all you want, but that doesn't mean it's true. So the fact that uh, folks like myself believe that, that this whole thing was created and not that long ago, probably six, 7,000 years ago, according to the Bible timeline, um, that shouldn't, you know, that's not any more religious than saying, oh, the earth is 6.9 billion years old, which they have no foundation for whatsoever. So, Joe Rogan's back. Uh, what are you saying? He uses an expletive in there. Joe Rogan goes off on Democrats who call black conservatives white supremacists. If that is one of the funniest things I've ever heard, uh, I, I just you should know at that point that these people have lost their minds and that they obviously aren't uh, true followers of the Lord Jesus Christ and honoring the way in which God created everything because they're, they're calling black people up with dark skin color. See, again, the, the belief we have on this show is that everybody that walks on this earth with two legs, has a brain, and can speak and communicate with others is a human being, a human, one race, we're all one race, one blood is what it's called. Um, came from one source of parents, Adam and Eve. And um, because of that belief, I don't care what your skin color is. I don't care, you know, that is irrelevant to me. You know, what culturally you follow, what culturally you do, um, can create some uh, situations where, you know, if I, if I, see a young man walking down the street with his pants hanging down. I don't care what his skin color is. I look at that and go, that is pathetic because you're never going to get anywhere in life if that's your attitude toward life. Um, you want to look cool and that's all you're care caring about instead of trying to uh, succeed in life. And by that, I mean just being respectful of others, being, uh, you know, there's a, a Western European culture that um, is under been under attack for some time in this country. It was founded, I think, in a lot of ways um, through Christianity. Christianity changed it, I should say, because the 
hedonistic cultures of the past were converted um, to more Christianized cultures um, at one point in the middle years through, no, not in the middle, you know, in the latter years, I should say, in the 1600s on. But anyway, um, and this country was founded uh, under a lot of Christian principles. But, um, you know, the folks that uh, um, want to circumvent that, want to change that, uh, that don't want to anything to do with God, because, you know, I think Jesus was, was pretty adamant with those who don't. Um, your father, the devil, um, you're doing the things that he wants you to do. And um, there's only two choices on this planet. You're following one or the other. And when you sin, it's because of what the devil did back in the day with Adam and Eve. And uh, again, that's no, uh, no more... Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. No more unbelievable than, uh, you know, millions of years. And anyway, I think at this point, we will call that a, a show. Go back to, uh, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, get a Bible, read the book of John. Um, that really does a great job of explaining who Christ is, who he was. Um, when he walked this earth and who he's going to become. And uh, we thank you for being here. And uh, my friend Vinny Vincente would say, you just go have a good day. Capiche? And uh, we thank you for coming by. And uh, just be at peace. Jesus Christ has overcome the world. And uh, no matter what the tribulation is that comes this day, let's trust in that. God bless you. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing. The summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings If I still got breath in these lungs Then that's all I need to get down on my knees And be thankful for all that he's done For my mama, for my friends, for your love